0: Well, well, well. If it isn't the Edinburgh Fringe again, Phil. We're here. Phil's just finishing. I'm up eating early. a Reese's Pieces. Phil, Phil is eating a Reese's Pieces. He's got one of Reese's Pieces, and he's eating Reese's Piece.
1: Reese has very kindly put one of his pieces in my mouth, <laughs> and I'm chewing away. Hello, Podbirds. I just have to take a second to pick it
0: up. You're listening to Edinburgh Pod, Part mm. One.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caledona Pod. Ooh.
0: we can do pod? lots of these
1: mm.
0: Arthur's pod um Poduk of the Glen very nice thank you ooh the borders pod pod borders <laughs> uh Scott pod, Scott pod,
1: pod. Brave brave pod. Brave pod. brave pod brave pod I like brave, brave pod. pod Scott pod Scott pod is good um
0: we're going to be doing loads of these is the idea guys the pod beyond the wall. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> the king of the pods the pods remembers <laughs> the north remembers to like and subscribe
1: yes um pierre has just arrived in our edinburgh fringe flat today i got here yesterday i had a sleep um in what i thought was the best room it took me about an hour walking between i was the first one here so i was just like <laughs> A madman walking between rooms. Maybe this one feels better. Ooh, but what about the air in here? Ooh, and then I decided on the one in the back to stay away from the street noise. Yes. Um, only to find out this morning that that's where all the birds in Edinburgh live. And it's east facing. So the sun just beats their horrible silhouettes into my face.
0: And also, but, presumably, uh, you're looking out into the gardens, and that's where all the, ch- the, the children be coming to play.
1: Um, but if by children you mean university plays, then I think I'm starting to hear a couple of
0: oh people. Oh, no. Yes, we're here just before warm-up season. Uh, listener, dear listener, the population of Edinburgh triples uh, almost during the Fringe. Two,
1: ex- two million extra people come
0: Yeah, and loads of those people are in a cappella groups, and <laughs> they go to the park. Very, they-
1: a lot of part harmonies there.
0: Yeah, they go a million part, go, harmony. A million part harmony. They go to the park or they go to the garden of the place they're renting and they go me 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 me, me. ha <laughs> electric apples taste of salmon, electric apples taste of salmon. And they, they do all these fucking cunty little drama group walk-ups warm-ups and they are a pain. Yeah. And so maybe you'll be blessed with those.
1: Yeah, but you know, good luck to them. Hope they have a good fringe. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: will. I will say this: the the times I've come to the fringe with sort of bad plays or whatever, yeah, or just p- any play. I
1: don't you've come with bad play. I think the, I think every production you've uh, come here with has been good. That's that, true. That said, I, I was in one of them, so I am biased.
0: That's true, and they do, but they all sell out. Mm-hmm. You can you can h- turn up half drunk with a lot of other students and go um, Hamlet again. And the British public and the tourists that come to Edinburgh will go, yes, Hamlet again. (laughs) We're all on our way now. Please, please save some room in your pockets for our £20 notes. Whereas original comedy by wonderful people like you and me, scorned, well not you, you're not scorned this year. No. Have you ever been scorned? Scorned? Yeah. In what what sense? By the fringe, by the public. Of course. When was your scorn year? Was the year you prefer to forget?
1: Um, My third show was um, dreadful so bad that when people ask me how many shows I've done here, I, I don't count it.
0: <laughs> you were like... Um, I did four shows. It's like the 13th floor in a building for yeah, you. it didn't happen. You just say it's not there. bad um, luck.
1: That show was going so badly that uh, after it ended, as people walked out of the room, because the backstage is just next to the seat separated by a thin sheet of Gossamer, Yeah, I would cover my ears because I couldn't bear to hear what
0: what they thought. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so you 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 were in there. You were in there like a character in a kind of horrible coming of age drama. Yeah. Where like it was like hide in the cupboard, Philip. Don't listen. Don't listen to what they're doing <laughs> to your father. Or whatever. And you were sat there with your fingers in your ears, weeping and saying, "There's no place like home." <laughs> but I saw that show and it made me laugh a lot. Did it? Yeah. The Teletubbies bit, right?
1: Oh, no, that was the second show.
0: That show was very good. Which one was the third one? Exactly. Wait a minute. You've erased my memory. I men in blacked everyone. Yeah. Um, at one of the French parties once. <laughs> yeah, with uh, spiking the punch, I guess. <laughs> I can't remember. that one.
1: That's the kindest thing about... Wait.
0: No- meditation. Yeah.
1: Uh, meditation show, which is why I now say that was actually a one-man play. <laughs> It had enough tech in it that was technically a play. Okay, that's um, fair. That was a play. Um, My first ever show here, which, you know, I was excited about my debut. I was like, I'm one of the greats. I'm going to have the best debut ever. It's going to be a a round and round hit. People people won't be able
0: to get tickets. And on the last Friday, (laughs) Friday, there were 16 people in. Fucking hell, man. The last Friday. My my debut. My debut show. Now, for the listeners who don't know, your debut show at The Fringe is very important in theory because you are only eligible for the big newcomer prize that gets you on the TV and the radio and in everyone's um, phone book. It doesn't, really it doesn't really do that. But it can do that a bit if you're lucky sometimes. Mm. And also you get £5,000. So with that in mind, um, you're only eligible once. So if you do your hour show, that's it. You've you've, you've spaffed your chance away. So you're supposed to be all strategic, but um, I just wandered in and just immediate, almost immediately did mine.
1: It's not worth worrying about.
0: No, and What's I got and, and for my efforts, I got 10 3 star reviews and like two fours, and it was all absolutely fine. I think
1: I got one four star
0: review my first year um, from a reviewer that I was convinced just wanted to
1: buff my manager,
0: <laughs> um, and that was enough.
1: I, and um, and I, I turned I turned a blind eye. <laughs> that's what this business does to you, Pierre. <laughs>
0: That's what it does to you. <laughs> it turns you into your own worst enemy, best friend, and pimp. <laughs> That's mother comedy. Remember, we used to talk about mother comedy. Yeah. Ah, mother comedy. The Cruel. Of comedy. Yes, well, this is it. So, listener, basically, the idea is me and Phil, while we're sat here talking to you, are engaged in even at the calmest level we can describe it a sort of stupid gladiator booze arena full of clowns
1: yeah yeah it's a special wonderful magical play
0: so it's going to be a weirder pod there may be fewer skits and sketches because the emotional energy and physical time it takes to add um, for example in one of the one of the recent pods two different wind howling.wav sound effects <laughs> to create a really good wind howling Plus a fireplace crackle, plus the different door noises. Some of yeah, which weren't even technically doors, listeners. A pig behind the wizard's curtain. Wow. Yeah. Seven layers of audio, that. Yeah, So there may not be time for that kind of jazz. Uh, so do bear with us. However, there will be lots of content uh, with me and Phil but also guests. We'll have
1: uh, our favorite comedian guests uh, that are willing to come on.
0: Yes. All the best comedians that are willing to come on and that we know personally and are physically in Edinburgh during the month and are free. Yes. Will be on this part. You bet your bananas. Um. Um. How you had a good trip up? A good train up? You got up earlier than I did. I my train was at eight am, which is um, oh I had a, there was a funny thing on the train actually. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, <gasps> oh, oh. keep it to yourself. I'm not interested. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, limes or lemons. Um. <laughs> So, basically, I was sat in a quad around a table, Um, and this was in first class, listener, because if you're a clown and you know you're coming up to Clown Town for the month, you book months in advance, Mm -hmm. super cheap, Uh, so you can enjoy your body weight and free biscuits.
1: And if you book really early enough,
0: you get to drive the train. That's right. I dropped the train yesterday. If you book far too late, you have to be on the train or pushing it. Not in the train. On, top of, On top of the train. On top of the train, screaming with eyes full of bugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> old bug eyes. Um, so we were in a quad. We were four people, me and some comedy chums, sat around this table having a rile time, Phil. Sure. We were chuckling in a chortling and a-chortling. and What were
1: other people in the carriage turning and going, they're comedians.
0: They're comedians. They, they were clapping. Yeah. Was, it was well, actually funny you should say that, Phil. It was quite the opposite. People are booing. Ooh, well, and one man... Booed. One man so. was almost booed. He was so furious. <laughs> so basically, the, it's two chairs facing each other, right? And this man is over the shoulders of the people I'm looking at. You
1: can unwrap some chocolate?
0: Oh. Oh. Yep. He's over the shoulders of the people I'm looking at. So only I can see him. And every time someone laughs loudly or tells a funny story, or we all... Cheer, or whatever the fuck, he turns round and looks through the little crack, with a face of fury,
1: like the Eye of Sauron. Yeah, yeah. and he
0: looks through and he makes noises like this, and he's absolutely livid. He's livid. People are laughing on the on the train, and he's there with his. It sounds like me. Was it me? <laughs> no, That's this
1: exactly the kind of to do that.
0: I this was. this was, I would say a uh, uh, fat Australian man in his late 50s. Ew! With, a, with, I'm, with, with, with what I'm going to describe, Phil, as a less audibly annoyed but v- equally visibly annoyed frowny wife in a big dress. Well, they both sound dreadful. Huh? They, they look like bad Roald doll characters <laughs> who you don't sympathise with in the Quentin Blake illustration because he's made them seem visibly cruel. <laughs> and they were a huffing and a all the way through and I think they even complained to the man at one point.
1: Really? Yeah. And
0: yeah. The man said, like, Excuse me. I just heard a mumbling in this kind of like no. <coughs> excuse me the noise of joy coming from behind me and I I'm not coming to Edinburgh to jump and the man was just like Well, we're all going to Edinburgh soon. Like he was just because it's like, well, we're also first class passengers, so you can't fuck with us. Yeah. You can't you can't take away our biscuits or something. You're mm-hmm. just a grumpy man. Um but I was oh, I feel I was so ready for a for a word. I was so keen for a word. I was was like, oh, just waiting.
1: You know, they wouldn't have taken it that
0: far. But I huffed back once. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. When he made a big huffing noise, I went, (laughs) And every every time he looked through the crack, I'd look at him and smile and nod. Yes, laughing's happening. (laughs) I was so close to either. All all it was going to take for me was like one more like big noise. I was going to, I don't know, just... Swear at him through the crack, or...
1: Yeah.
0: Or just go, are you, are you all right, sir? Are you having a nice train journey? That'd be really horrible. Because he was ruining our good time. But that was like sixth sense, because only I could see the angry man. <laughs> Everyone else was still having an organically fun time, whereas I was having a fun time whilst continually looking over other people's shoulders.
1: But, sir, there hasn't been an old Australian arsehole here for
0: <laughs> 30 years. Why, yeah, why that's the... No, well, I guess it would be their old Geordie, the crew. Oh, they! Yeah. Why, that's a ghost of old Australian people. He died on the tracks like. That is, he'd exploded, what have you you? And while he died... God, this is a bad, actually. ...of children... <laughs> Laughed and laughed
1: at him laughed oh and died. God. That was
0: Africa. That was a weird well, no, con- sorry. Congolese. Sorry.
1: Laughed and laughed, yeah, laughed, laughed at him. Yeah, laughed and laughed at him, YI, until he died. <laughs> died, until he died, YI. And that is why he doesn't like it. it he doesn't. When he hears young people laughing on the train. <laughs> because why I man of that way.
0: I think you've just, um, uh, uh, it's, it's good that you have a routine in your show this year about doing accents and when they're offensive or not which is yeah. is, is mostly never yeah um, in the routine just come watch the show you fuckers if you disagree um, <coughs> I think, but, but was offensive because there was a Geordie accent but this is it you found a loophole mm. it <laughs> it. <laughs> do you see what I mean right yeah, like yeah, if you yeah. just say I'm going to do an impression of a Geordie and then you go nice to meet you then immediately everyone's just going to go well we can't pin him <laughs> We well, can't get him for this. Uh, because that was a Geordie voice. <laughs> and you go well it's not illegal to be bad at voices is essentially <laughs> your defence. I found a loophole. You've loopholed it.
1: I've loopholed it <laughs> as uh, Alan Shearer might say. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Um,
1: <laughs> um well on my train my print train um was not so fraught, but there was um a little boy uh who was there with his Scottish mother? He he was he sounded English, but his mum was mm. Scottish, and also in the first class carriage because I booked ahead. Uh, and also, fuck you. <laughs> um, and and the boy was just sitting down, he had like these thick glasses, and he's going la la la, wop wop wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mother went, oh, Patrick, stop it. And the little boy went, Oh, I'm sorry. Am I affecting your day? (laughs) That was just a strange thing to say. Am I affecting your day? Like a day was this pathetic thing that she shouldn't be precious about.
0: Oh, is this your big day, Mum? (laughs) Taking me back to your native land of Scotland, where humming is illegal. That's very good. What a sassy little boy. Oh, sorry. Am I affecting your day? (laughs) I'm
1: gonna gonna start saying that to people now. If If that man huffed. When that man halved on the train, you should have gone, uh, put your head
0: between chairs. Yeah. Um, excuse me, sir.
1: Are we affecting your
0: day? That would have been good because it's like we went on, we went on two trains with opposite halves of the same situation. Hmm. yes. I wish that little boy had been there.
1: He would have joined in. He would slapping have. Slapping his knee, trying to go.
0: He would have sassed that old Bruce right up the wall. He would have sassed him real nice. And I would have loved it. Yeah. Sounds like a sassy ghost.
1: Um, he did
0: look a bit like Haley Joel Osment
1: from uh, The Sixth Sense.
0: Big big blob of hair on it, like a big acorn on his head.
1: Yeah. Although well, he wasn't a ghost, obviously. Terrible
0: haircuts, those ta- those haircuts. Terrible. Lazy. Yeah.
1: Let, yeah.
0: You, let your kid have a big shaved head hairstyle. Let them look cool.
1: Of course, there was a surplus of bowls in the 90s so people were just
0: Anything, have anything it. you could find to use a bowl for. Keeping your cocaine. Big cocaine bowl. Yeah. Uh, you'd have a on breakfast. You'd have bowls of cereal, bowls of cocaine, bowl of pasta, big bowl of coffee, French style.
1: And it was fine.
0: No one complained or lost their job. Oh, I just wish we could turn this country off. and on. I think we should say that we. I think we should just, you know, has anyone tried turning this country off and on again? It's it's going to be satire central this month, listener. That's what we're warning you about.
1: Yeah, I can't I can't wait to see what um, everyone thinks of uh, this uh, season finale of the UK. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) The writing this season has been a bit uh, unbelievable.
0: Oh, tell them to tone it down. Christ,
1: God. That's the one saving grace of living in terrible times is that when someone, someone tweets, this is where we're at now. Let that sink in. I think, oh, at least the terrible times are ruining that person's life.
0: Because <laughs> I with, want them to have it. With life. their obvious things that they say. Or 20,000 retweets. Yes. Um, there is a lot of retweeting action available for anyone willing to say things like, I think this terrible thing is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't do anything generally. They don't write to an MP or anything, but they do tweet.
1: It, it's it's amazing how much people want someone to say what they think for them. Yeah. They don't want to bother typing themselves. They go, oh, it's like finding a birthday card. <laughs> it's like, yeah, th- yeah, that's what I want to say. And you just hit yeah. one
0: button. So I'm going gonna, gonna to just repeat that. And also... Um, I'm. I'm going to. am going to. I'm going to react almost in such a way as like it's almost as if I wasn't already thinking that. It's like they've said it to me for the first time. That's a level of enthusiasm, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I read a thought and it's a thought I've had loads, I'm not pleased. <laughs> I'm bored. I go, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like innovative thought, but like, no, like, um, it's it's like, uh, it's like they say, you know, Mc, McDonald's is popular. Yeah, people love the same thing over and over again. For sure, it's comforting and delicious.
1: I mean, we're here at our tenth Edinburgh
0: Fringe. Christ,
1: we are—we're
0: decker dickheads.
1: I've—I've not done a full show all of them, but I've been here in some guys. I think for ten years on the on the, on the straight now.
0: I've—I've I've performed for ten years in a row, whereas you had a saucy break. Have you really? Ten years. I've, ten years. I laboured. <laughs> it's like something I'm from the, a hot the hot Scottish sun. The hot Scottish sun. Haggis sweat dripping into my brow. Ten years. Children laughing at me. Audiences not. <laughs> the wrong way round. <laughs> <laughs> and at the kids' show, the other way around. Stony-faced children howling adults. That was fine. That oh, was okay. That was, was okay, because the kids aren't in charge of what they do. <laughs> yeah, ten years. The last time I had an, an August that wasn't at Edinburgh during the Fringe it was just before university.
1: Wow. Goodness me.
0: Yeah. Whereas yours must have been the last one. Well, no, your, your, your last one was last year, and then Absolutely. before that must have been... Mm. Well, last
1: year I still came for a couple of
0: days to watch oh, yeah. watch
1: my friends. To hang out with you. Because I, I decided family. I'm not going to go to Edinburgh this year. Ah, I'm going to have such a wonderful time. And then I thought, oh, I've got nothing to do. Because I usually go to Edinburgh for all the whole month. I'll just go up again.
0: this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where all my friends
1: are. Yeah, that's where all my friends are. Have a grand old time.
0: Yeah, well, this is this is the thing: is that it is sort of um, verging on compulsory. It's not, but it's verging on compulsory. Um, and um, maybe we'll maybe we'll do little updates on things we've seen.
1: I'm going to keep it all to myself.
0: <laughs> Phil knows the hottest spots in town, but he's not telling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I hope hope will be an eventful, uh, an eventful time to the light you're
0: with do you have anything uh, in the month that's not comedy that you actually want to see want to see yeah that's not comedy I've been told to see a play really I over
1: by a by and trying to see this play someone irresponsible um, yeah I want to try and see some magic <gasps> and some music some music yeah
0: uh, well for the last oh. few years I've
1: got at least one music thing and it really does help
0: I've never do you know what really helped me once at the fringe a few years ago just going to the cinema,
1: yeah, it's lovely, and
0: seeing something that's definitely good and cost thirty million dollars mm-hmm. after a lot of paper mache and people in white face paint. It really does feel nice to see some three D. It's a professional, <laughs> and
1: polish. Yes,
0: yeah, quality yeah. on a big screen. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, aside from that, uh, we've got a lovely Victorian swimming pool.
0: We're gonna be Victorian yeah, right. swimming boys. We're going to wear a big red and white stripy one piece.
1: Yep, yeah, that goes up over your shoulders. Yep. And then like down just just gets, just within your nips. Yes. And then just above the belly button. Yes. So the neckline. Yeah.
0: Hop ho. Hop
1: ho. And we'll get a big handlebar moustaches. And big. Sh- shave our heads. Hup, yes. And
0: big swimming caps. Hello, Glen Moore. How's it going, guys? Look who it is. Hey. Listen, listeners, it's Glen Moore. Oh my team. god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, we're literally recording in the only social hey, space in the past. How's it going? I'm, I'm giving Good Glenn thing. a middle finger.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sucking
0: him off, so it's balanced out. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this is Glenn of uh, of, of uh, absolute radio fame, yeah, I, I guess. And that. also at a comedy award nomination fame. Better. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Uh, Glenn is one of the guests we will be having on.
1: Yes. So here's a lovely preview. <laughs> but not today, so bye. <laughs> bye, Glenn. Bye, Glenn. Good to see you all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <So> calm, like, <laughs> good to see you all. That's his uh, catchphrase. Everyone <laughs> Good to see you all. Yeah, yeah. People, people say, "Good to see you all." Oh, they really scream it. <laughs> and of course, after the murder of his uh, family, it was carved into the wall of his house. Real helter skelter stuff. <laughs> but that's American fame for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. He'll, He'll get over it. Are you going to be a booze bag?
1: Well, I have i said um, to myself, "No," but we've already had a beer today. Yeah, but you bought those. I did. I'm also going for a flat dinner tonight, which is very civilized, and I tend to imbibe a lot of the old vino. <laughs> but, uh, for, the rest of, for the rest of the French, I'll probably try and have uh, a few days off at a time if I can. Vino is what Phil calls semen. <laughs> okay.
0: Yes. Um, You're a big wine bag. In 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 vino vera, Yes, I'm a big old wine bag. You're a wine bag, dime bag. You're a dime bag. You're a dimer a bag, winer bag.
1: I didn't love wine. <laughs> I, I like nice. I like. I only like. I only like nice wine. But I'm a real wine prick now. So actually, I think it means i would drink less wine
0: because
1: when it's r- rubber,
0: rubbish. I say no thanks at all. When it's when it's rubber, you say no.
1: Yeah, I say no. No, thank you. No,
0: I'll just stay sober and have a beer. I'd rather drink. piss you. I've seen you. I've seen you push a sommelier over. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. take their. Shut a cup into chain from around their neck and then uh, grab them by the ankles and shake them until all the,
1: all the corks fall out of the pockets.
0: Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, let there be a warning to you, Wang's in town. <laughs> and then he runs, and you see him run into an alleyway with loads of other sommeliers smoking, and he goes, Jesus, boys, Wang's in town. And they all know. Uh, Who do, um, it, one day I was bored, and I thought, what if I have a breakdown and I quit comedy and I become a sommelier? And I looked up how long it takes. And it takes fucking forever. Really? How long? It takes like ye- seven years
1: Ugh, God.
0: to get to like a decent grade. And you have to like study and do exams. And it's, it's so expensive because of course it is. No one wants Barry the sommelier. So they've made it only available to the eludes. I
1: think the top, um, uh, the top qualification you can have is a master of wine. Yeah, And I think they're not kidding, 42 in the world Yeah, or something.
0: If you want to get to the point where you're like a member of the guild or something, you're not just like a learner or an amateur. It it was like years and years, like tens and tens of thousands of pounds in Mm. like learning fees and booze. Um, Imagine Vapola, you just went. I don't really like it, or you just went. You know what? I still like Echo Falls. (laughs) (laughs) If you were at a party, right? For anti-social Philly... I'll
1: try, I'll try and hop them um, back.
0: Just imagine being at a party, right? And you turn up, and all the booze they have is stuff like Echo Falls wine.
1: The only alcohol... Yeah. The price, yeah. yeah. But
0: it's, you're at the party. You're committed now for at least three hours at the party. Okay. And you're, you, you're in the mood.
1: Yeah.
0: Are you drinking the Echo Falls? Um, Are you holding your nose and choking down that acidic nonsense?
1: Uh, I'll have a taste of glass, sure, and see if I go from there.
0: You Is have it... to, you have to take it from there. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I've seen Echo Falls per bottle go for four pounds to give you an idea of the sort of thing you're dealing with.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might be fine. I, I, I don't think
0: I've I I never had one. What would the safest be? Rosé, because it's just full of sugar. Yeah, probably. You can't probably. fuck that up, can you?
1: Mm, no, that's I thought it was fine.
0: Yeah, yeah that's basically. Do deal. you th- uh, in my head the sommeliers that get bullied are the ones that focus on rosé. Because it's like, ooh, was it sugary? <laughs> no. Oh, what can you taste? Sweetness.
1: The mm-hmm. ultimate cool thing in wine is to <clears> uh, <throat> find really good versions of things that people are snobby about. Ooh. So if you're like, this is a delicious rosé, people go,
0: very clever. <laughs> <laughs> I once, I once, do you remember the TV show Brainiac?
1: Yeah. It was on
0: Sky. Was it Brainiac? A cartoon. No, it was a it was oh. like a it was a science show hosted by a man who used to be on the TV. Okay, maybe I don't remember. And uh, they would do science experiments, but like fun ones. It was like Top Gear style level seriousness. Oh yeah. But for science, and I think it was on Brainiac. But if it wasn't, it was on something else, and it doesn't matter. The point is, they found a vodka man, a vodka sommelier. Oh right. Whatever you'd call that.
1: Not a man-made out of vodka, which was, for some reason,
0: my first... Instinct. No, no. A vodka sommelier, or tramp, uh, <laughs> as, they're known, as they're known, or Russian person. And they found this guy, and they said, okay, we're going to do a blind taste test with this guy to, to, to test if this is a real thing. Because we know it is with wine, okay. but vodka is just ethanol and yeah. water, right, a lot of the time.
1: Uh-huh.
0: so, And what they did was they got a bottle of high-quality... So he had like seven shots in mm-hmm. front of him and there was one shot of high quality the real deal good shit yeah. and then the rest of it was horrifying one pound a bottle you might go blind piss okay. which they'd put through like a, 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 a bunch of coffee filters oh yeah and they put it through different layers like they like one had gone through one filter one had gone through two one had gone through three
1: okay
0: all the way up to six yeah and then the seventh shot is the good one right and they mixed it all up. Yeah. And the guy put them in the right order. Wow. He put them from least filtered piece of shit all the way to six times filtered piece of shit. And then best, he put the best one.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Incredible. So it
1: was real.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's real. Yeah, it's real. But imagine like, obviously, you know, wine. Oh, yeah, have a wine tasting. A uh, vodka tasting. My God, you're just like, <laughs> what's, so what did you learn about vodka last night? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking remember. I can smell it in my armpits, though. <laughs> That's the worst thing about vodka—you can smell it I don't know. evaporating I was, off your body. I was body. through the
1: royal family, but aside from that, I can't what else.
0: <laughs> I'm in the paper, <laughs> but I can't tell if they're angry or pleased. There's a lot of exclamation marks in this article. There, there, there
1: are water sommeliers You know this?
0: Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Is this a Silicon Valley thing?
1: No, I think there's one. There's at least one in London. Maybe, no, there's there's a couple in London. Um. It's like a high-end restaurant thing,
0: I think. Look, I respect a scam as much as the next man. But
1: <laughs> uh, well, you can definitely taste the difference between waters.
0: Oh, that is for I sure. I don't think it's
1: worth uh, training
0: for. No. Mm. But like the idea that someone could taste some water and go, that's minerally. Yeah. It's like, well, I could have told you then. Whereas mm. when someone tastes a wine and they say gooseberries, I'm like, shit, fine. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, one of the real upsides of being in Scotland for a month is the lovely, lovely tap water.
0: The water, listeners, if you don't know, in London the tap water is full of rat skulls and limescale and powder and corpses.
1: Yeah, and just the bricks just come out of your tap.
0: Whole bricks. Whole red bricks. And those are fine, but mm. Scottish water is genuinely, it tastes almost sweet coming out of the tap.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it's got like all that glacial oh, highland shit.
0: Straight from a highland... Spring. Uh,
1: the best ever I've ever had, best tap water I've ever had in my little life was in <laughs> Iceland. Ooh. That it just comes straight from a melted glacier into your sink.
0: Straight from Bjork's tears.
1: <laughs> tear gland. That shit was crisp. <laughs> <laughs> was about, yeah, See, now you're know. a water sommelier. Yeah. yeah You've yeah. travelled.
0: <laughs> the one thing I, I'm, I'm sure Blown you... Blown over... Load of water. <laughs> yeah. mm, did look at my lips. <laughs> <laughs> Looking down at the sea, going, "That looks salty." Oh, <laughs> mm, what year is that?
1: <laughs>
0: is it? Oh, what year is that? Is it now? <laughs> this water has been kept in a bottle for a hundred years. Don't drink it; you'll die. <laughs> it's full of disease.
1: <laughs>
0: the um um.
1: What the fuck is? Come on, yeah. Oh, no. Man. The listeners
0: are waiting. I've only had three hours sleep, listeners. I'm sorry. I'm very... I'm not good. I, I think that's why this the small can of beer I had hit me like a... Hit me like the swing of a giant's doll. Hit you like a ton of London water. It hit me like a... T- <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous before my gig. I'm London water again. <laughs>
1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
0: Ring letters, emails, emails, and emails, phone, letters, correspondence. A, A, A bit of correspondence. Sleep blog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Lewis gets in touch and Lewis um, forgive me if I'm right forgive me if I'm wrong I think you're the man who's made us some fun images that I put on my Instagram in the past I'm pretty sure oh great uh, but anyway I love you, Lewis the I love Lewis and I love Lewis ooh you deserve it Lewis even if it's not you anyway hi double peas you were saying that as comedians you get a lot of people saying oh I've got a joke for you sure uh, I've just finished an illustration degree and the amount of people who tell me their shit children's book ideas is astonishing <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny Um, I was wondering in your opinion which profession would be the most inappropriate to feign an expertise in during awkward small talk for my money it would be an undertaker Mm. and saying oh well I'm not an undertaker myself but I do know loads about corpses (laughs) Koji Lewis uh, oh
1: right, right. So it's the so you're not lying to someone about having a job. It's about trying to impose yourself on someone else, on a job you are open about not having.
0: This is it, yeah.
1: Okay, hmm, like so, like a social worker. Um,
0: yes, the, oh, the thing you need to do with a suicidal disabled person is this. Like that would be pretty yeah. fucking inappropriate.
1: I would have been kinder to them.
0: <laughs> have you considered tough love? <laughs> really inappropriate shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like family counselling.
1: Yeah, counselling, I suppose.
0: Anything to do with mental health.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, anything to do with mental health. Charity. Charity. Um, High-level medical expertise. Brain surgery. Yeah. Anything where it's like... But then I, that's almost so ridiculous that people would just think you were being very funny.
1: And, you know, I think brain surgery is not that difficult. My, my, my yeah. mother is a doctor, and she's like, brain surgery is not hard.
0: Uh, Well, uh, we know that Ben Carson can do it, and he thinks the pyramids were made to store grain, despite the fact that they're solid brick with a small tunnel. It's almost as if they couldn't think of a more efficient design to store grain in, like all the ancient Egyptian grain silos that we do have. God, he's thick. Yeah, <coughs> how lucky we are that he didn't become president well uh, I mean if he's
1: a brain surgeon he's used to carving a hole in something to get at what's inside everything's a brain to him so presumably he just thought <laughs> the
0: Egyptians are the same go, yeah we carve a hole and it's mostly full <laughs> and you chop things up full of gloopy pink grain <laughs> that's, what? A, that's an Egyptian zombie grain <laughs> <laughs> what oh, yeah. you, well they get the brain removed during mummification with a creepy hook of course as we all learned at primary school we did I was obsessed with that fact because when you're a kid you love oogly boogly facts that are gross for mum and dad <laughs> that's what you love yeah it's your favourite like um, Glenn Moore who will have on has a funny thing about g- gross comedy for gruesome little boys and girls <laughs> which is very funny anyway uh, think of that, Lewis. I think. I think that's yeah, mental health or, or or medical matters that require. But yeah, anything to do with mental health—that's the most awkward.
1: Yeah, I would
0: say so. Uh, Zara gets back in touch.
1: Um,
0: Zara, Zara,
1: what a oh, I'm very with Zara. So
0: Zara. <sighs> what a palaver! It's a half rhyme. Uh, okay. um, dear bread pops. Okay.
1: Good. Yeah. I like
0: that. I like that. Um, oh, we did get a message from someone. Whoever you were, that they they spat water on themselves on the tube because of bread smelling like bread sounding like farts. So they were just catching up.
1: Oh, they spat some water on themselves. Yes, I think so. <laughs>
0: anyway. Most uncool cool thing, drugs. Okay. Sure, there's this indie don't give a fuck vibe associated with weed and the like until you're submerged into the bucket hat wearing indie demographic of a tame in parlour concert.
1: Oh boy, I was at a tame Impala <laughs> in parlor uh, concert in in uh, and that's that was fucking Bucket Hat Central man.
0: Bucket hat Central. I interview. love I love them tunes, but wow, the fans are annoying. Oh, it's like the sort of new Grateful Dead. Oof!
1: I just yeah, I need to get away from <laughs> those kids.
0: Once, uh, once one catted-up moron twice your height is pouring overpriced beer down your neck during a song, and then you watch another try and overcome the laws of physics by brute forcing through some tube doors afterwards.
1: <laughs>
0: heartily exceeding eight Louis. Yeah. The edgy mystique evaporates faster than piss on a hot pavement. <laughs> Keith, On, Joaquin, Mitt, Zara. Oh,
1: are those just men's names? Keith, Juan.
0: Keith, oh, could it? Oh, sorry, she said On, she could sit then Juan. Ah. You've already improved it. That's how natural an editor you are for Yeah,
1: me. yeah. Writing is rewriting, Zara. So, <laughs> Keith, Juan, Joaquin, Mitt, as in Mitt Romney. Yes. Okay, so they're all boys' names.
0: Nice. Or an oven glove. Uh,
1: does it have two T's? Yes. Yes, it does. Very good, Zara. It
0: does have two Ts. It has to have two Ts, or it's the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And you can't use that to get bread out of the oven, unless they've built some sort of bread robot. probably <laughs> have
1: those, uh, those
0: Poindexters. Those fucking nerds. Those, uh, I, would li- I would love that for someone on the radio to break and go, those fucking nerds. And then loads of complaints. The boffins.
1: <laughs> um, oh, my... Oh, my, oh, my this we're clearing out my... Um, my, my mother was clearing out some stuff from my gra- grandfather's, uh, my late grandfather's home, and they found, he, I found a photograph um, of uh, James, uh, not James, Frank Whittle. Frank Whittle's now who invented oh, the jet engine. Yeah. And my grandfather couldn't serve him, um, in the Air Force because he had color blindness, but he worked for Rolls Royce. And there's a photo of him in a room with a bunch of engineers building. One of the first jet engines.
0: That's so cool.
1: And on the back, my my young grandfather wrote um, "waiting, um, waiting while the boffins do their work" or something. Yeah. And the photo's just him like sat on a like a, a bench having like a sandwich waiting <laughs> wait for these guys to tweak this engine. That's so cool. Very cool. I think it was boffins he got
0: them. Boffins is a fun term. Yeah. And it sounds a bit sexy too. Boff- <laughs> boffins and boffins. Um, Leanne gets in touch Leanne rhymes all the time Ooh. Uh, Hey there Peapods Listening to your podcast I can't remember which one but I'm almost certain the word poo was mentioned
1: mm, I
0: think that was three yeah. um, no, no, That was number two, sorry <laughs> <laughs> and At the last minute he saves it from the net <laughs> uh, It made me think of a funny embarrassing story from my old work so I thought I'd share it My brain and mouth are not always engaged at the same time Mm-hmm. During a break at work, I nipped to the ladies. Presumably, she is a lady, Leanne. Uh, went into the first cubicle and was met by the sight of a gigantic toilet clogger. Lovely. Big old poop.
1: Big old lady poop.
0: A lady had gone a in there. Clogger. A lady clogger. A lady had gone in there. A pair of Dutch clogs. And laid a logger clogger. <laughs> a logger clogger from the lady logger. <laughs> She'd done it. <laughs> She'd, down the bogger, down the bogger, she'd gone logging down the bogger, and become a clogger. <sighs> um, so she she is confronted with this heinous crime from an anus slime. Ooh, gross! Yes, true. <laughs> anyway, uh, so she frowned. Ooh. Frowned at the brown. She frowned at the brown. <laughs> she frowned down at the brown. We're Dr. Seussing it up over here. Yeah, Dr.
1: Pooh
0: <laughs> Dr. so. I almost said Dr. Pussing it up, and that is different. <laughs> well, who's your favorite author? Dr. Puss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she looks at the big poo. She frowns. Now, yeah. And I, then I turned to go into the next cubicle. Does her thing. Mm-hmm. When I was at the sink washing my hands, another lady walked in, went to that first cubicle, and then quickly walked out with a similar frown. Yeah, a brown frown. And then headed to the second cubicle. Uh-oh. No, no, no it's just happened. She's gone into the poo one and done the same thing.
1: Yeah, but we're now about to find out what
0: well, Anna did in her cubicle. Well, no, that's all fine because oh. what happens is she sees the lady do exactly what she did. Okay. And she says, for some reason I heard myself saying, oh, I did that while gesturing to the loo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just go, that that's, that's my logger-clogger. <laughs> You're frowned at my brown. <laughs> oh, did you like that big poo I've done? Like a fucking maniac. I did that. <laughs> my, my brain suddenly kicked in with my internal monologue saying, what did you just say? It sounds like you left the grate unflushed. How proud do you sound? And why say anything anyway? <laughs> Thankfully, I was able to quickly correct myself and say, no, I didn't do that. I just meant I did the same as you. I sheepishly dried my hands and left.
1: (laughs) That's very good, yeah. That's a really good story. I like that.
0: This led me to think of a weirdest normal thing, pooping at work.
1: Weirdest normal thing.
0: So it's normal, but it's weird. Yeah. Um, It's generally considered a no-no, she says, Mm. in the places she's worked, even though it's completely natural. Uh, one more thing. I thought about the keep jacking it phrase and I realized it sounded like, a bit like a cheery go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah, keep jacking it. Oh, keep jacking it. That's yeah. funny. Though that would be a very high risk phrase. Not to, so not a suggestion for fellow bo, uh, pod buds. No. Um, oh, I think I've rambled enough now except to say I saw Pierre's fringe preview at the weekend and it was hilarious. Well, well, well. Grab your fringe tickets, folks. Yes, please. Especially because Phil has now sold out his run, his extra run, and now he's doing a big show in the castle for all the town to see. The King of Scotland himself has allowed me to enter the castle, and, and I
1: shall jest for one evening, but one evening alone.
0: The King of Scotland, of course, being Kevin Bridges. Yes. Um, she says, Go fuck yourself. Cheers, Leanne. Wow. Funny. Wow.
1: Pretty strong stuff from the end of the end, but so really I'm good. See. Really good email. Thanks, right, Leanne.
0: That's great great story.
1: poop story. Toy Story Poo. I like that one a lot.
0: Simon lifts the mood.
1: Ah, Simone de Beauvoir.
0: Hello, men of the Bud part. My seven-year-old daughter was in a foul mood the other day, and I found myself saying, stop living a bum-bum life.
1: <laughs>
0: to her. She asked me what it meant, to which I realized I didn't actually know the correct definition, so I explained it can mean a number of things. Yes. But in this instance, it relates to her being moody. Yes, yes. Absolutely, bang on, Simon, you've nailed that. Consequently, this morning, I heard her say to her four-year-old sister, stop living a bum-bum life. <laughs> <laughs> which made me a, which made me proud and should make you proud also we're ruining brains <laughs> like rock and roll <laughs> a short and not so interesting story but I felt the need to share I disagree Simon because once we have the children Bud Pod has the future <laughs> keep jacking bum bum life slow poo okay thank you Simon <laughs> a real bl- flurry of catchphrases there
1: it'll be very popular with the kids because kids are all about bums and farts and whees and poos
0: absolutely so... And in a way, aren't we all just big kids? We're all just kids at never grew up. <laughs> uh, it's time to go back on brand, Phil. We've okay. been sent a poo story.
1: Okay, good, good, good. I was worrying because it was like three minutes there where we weren't talking about poo.
0: <laughs> it's from Nathan.
1: Nathan, Nathan. From our nation.
0: The title of this email, Phil, is the Austrian shart story. <laughs> which spells out Ass. I wonder if he meant to do that. But
1: didn't Ian Fleming write that, the Austrian shark story? Yes,
0: it was. A, they've adapted it to a BBC drama now. Yes. Costume drama, uh, frequently changed costume because of all the shouting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, hi Philip here. Firstly, let me say I'm loving the Bob Pod and glad to say you are no, you are my number one dealer of high grade poo and jacking related banter.
1: Good. Always test your supply. There <laughs> could be a rat poo in there. <laughs>
0: instead of human poo, yeah. which we like to talk about
1: <laughs> could be talking poo
0: there the 10 ass crack commandments <laughs> by big big poo in your smalls anyway smalls can mean underwear i think anyway i have a shameful story for you little bit of shame after listening to your last episode i whilst working outside in the stifling heat of london Ugh, it's been horrible i noticed my crack was getting progressively more and more sweaty. Mm. This feeling of a wet crack, of wet crack, alongside listening to your general poo talk, brought up a suppressed memory of a time in Austria. Oh wow! This is like a John Le Carre novel. <laughs> I was 22 and living/slash working in the Austrian Alps with my girlfriend. Oh, very romantic. Mm. Listen to that. A bit more glue vine, sir. Yes, well, please. Don't mind if I glue? <laughs> we were having a great time, feeling like top adults. Yeah. Living in a foreign country. Well, literally top. Yes. And descending a little, and then top again. Mm. My parents came to visit for a week, and during their stay, I decided to show them how grown up and independent I was now by guiding them around the local area and taking them for a meal at a traditional Austrian restaurant, where I could show off my German speaking skills or Deutschsprachenskilling. <laughs> The day we decided to go out for said meal was an unusually hot and sweaty crack kind of day. We was walking through a quaint Austrian town when I felt the natural feeling of a fart brewing. Oh. I thought, oh, here comes a fart. This is perfectly normal, which is what I think when I fart yeah. yeah. But oh, I was wrong. This cruel combination of a crack waterfall and an egg sandwich fart resulted in nothing less than a full-on shot. Oh, no. I had heard of a shart before but this was the first time I had one happening to me.
1: You never think it'll happen, to
0: you? People don't. No. And they don't buy insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of one happening to me, but it was, a, uh, it was the first time happening to me, so I was unsure how to style it out. I had to stop my tour of town and look my parents dead in the face and tell them, I have just shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew how to react. Um, No one knew how to react. I could sense the feeling of newly earned independence you have when you first move out as a 20-something slipping away from me, much like the shit in my ass had slipped away from me seconds before. This is quite nicely written. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Love symbolism.
0: I then proceeded to look helpless like a shit-covered baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny insult. Just go up to someone in Edinburgh flowering for their play. You look like a shit-covered baby. You look helpless like a shit-covered baby. um, before returning to my parents' apartment to throw out my old underwear and replace them with my dad's oversized XL boxes. Wow. Sitting in a restaurant in your dad's bangy pants. (laughs) I think he means baggy, but bangy pants is quite funny. After publicly shouting yourself results in a feeling of guilt, shame, and embarrassment that I hope no one else ever has to feel. Only a select few people know this story, so I am glad to get this off my chest in a safe place. Keep jacking it,
1: Nathan. Well, now tens of people know this story.
0: At least 11, including my mum, if she's remembered to listen. Yes. They're far behind my grave. It's
1: a great grade. story, Nathan. It's a dangerous fartling in the out, of course, because I've had lunches. That's
0: right. You don't want to get one of those guys. That's right. Or you don't want to be mistaken for some sort of talented bum yodeler. Oddly hippo. Oddly hippo, of course. Yodly hippo. Um, Yes, do you, do you think yodeling is an art form? It's very hard to do. Yeah, I think it's... I decided that art
1: is anything created with the intention of eliciting an emotional response. Ooh! Now, yodeling originally was a form of communication, so maybe it isn't art.
0: But it's become art.
1: It has become art.
0: Like a beautifully written letter.
1: Hmm, interesting, interesting.
0: The art of letter writing. Um, yodeling, here's a fun fact for you about me. If I need to be cheered up, I just watch any video of yodeling. Have
1: you seen a little boy yodeling in the supermarket?
0: You bet your sweet patootie! I have it's seen that. It's a
1: lovely little clip.
0: It got stuck in my friend Callum's head to the point where it was genuinely ruining his life. The tune. Yes. Ah, yeah, yeah, All that whole that whole thing. He would he would send. I'll watch it after this. It's it's so addictive. But genuinely, like I'll look up like a footage from the eighties of some weird little village in Bavaria and everyone's yodeling. I'll laugh like a drain.
1: Have you seen the Japanese yodeling champion? Of course he's Japanese. (gasps) No. He he yodels with a bunch of chickens.
0: No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Podcast over, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely, if I'm like... You know when you have the hangover blues? Hmm. Yodeling videos.
1: Yeah.
0: I absolutely swear by them. Yodeling
1: videos are, for me, um, hacker videos. I will go down a hacker spiral and cry my eyes out.
0: What are you talking about? You don't like a hacker? Oh, the New Zealand thing. Yeah, I thought you were being such a fucking nerd. You were talking about computer hackers.
1: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> cry, you it's fuck. Trinity it. from May- from Matrix.
0: Oh, you're yeah. crying. Yeah, Things like people in leather, fingerless gloves, tapping away at a keyboard. <laughs> Phil weeping like a baby. <laughs> oh yeah, hacker videos—they'll get you. Yeah, they
1: get, like funeral hackers will get me. I see
0: you're embracing the tears there, and I'm trying to dilute them with yodeling fun.
1: Oh, I see. I see. No. I no. I'm, really... I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, let me be perfectly clear, Philip. I'm not weeping at the yodeling. I'm laughing like an absolute <laughs> All right. I'm lying in bed, feeling sick, going, <laughs> at the cheerful faces of these yodeling old men.
1: Well, we're going to watch the Japanese yodeling men
0: now. We absolutely are. Yeah. Um, but this has been very good. This is the first one. Listener, we're going to try and do loads of these. So we build up a bank of Edinburgh content for you to enjoy all the way through September. Because um, after giving you... What will become over a full day of content? Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Phil feel like we deserve a little sexy holiday in September, especially post fringe. Yes.
1: Um,
0: so these may be quite, uh, these recordings may be quite gonzo. Uh-huh.
1: We're
0: gonna be like the Hunter S. Thompson of podcasting, Philip, in mm-hmm. the sense that we will be unreli- unreliable, violent, and extremely addicted to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and every now and then misogynistic and frankly a little disappointingly homophobic to our gay brother, Hunter.
1: And Terry Gilliam will make a movie out of our exploits. Yeah, that's the only thing I know about
0: something. Yeah, that will be the good part.
1: Okay.
0: Anyway, anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, do 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 uh, rate us five stars on iTunes. It's an Uber rating.
1: Yeah, we've course. got you there. Uber rating.
0: It's a pooper baiting
1: Um, but uh, that's all from us. And goodbye from Scotland. Goodbye from Scotland. <laughs>